Welcome back to the second podcast. Uh, it's been a well, probably about a week and a half. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, but um, so this podcast, what we're gonna talk about is um, what we basically what we learned from high school, which I learned a lot from high school. <laughs> from high school to now, life is a bitch. Yeah, you you learned a lot more than I did. Um, are you wanting to talk about that? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm so, sure a lot of people are curious why you moved to Tennessee. Yeah, so a year ago in August 2020, I had moved out to Tennessee. A lot of people thought I was dead. A lot of people thought I was in rehab. I don't know where the second one came from, but I was out there working 24-7. Then I came to find out that uh, I was technically a slave to my mother. <laughs> yeah. And she was keeping me out there. I could have moved back at any time. But while I was out there, I learned there's a lot of messed up people in the world. And there's a lot of situations you're going to be put through. And you either got to face it or run from it and face it later. Because at some point, it's going to come back to you no matter what. Maybe just not even a lot of messed up. Just a lot of, like, I guess messed up is, like, within it. But, I mean, like, for me, it's just there's a lot of fake people in the world. There are. And I learned like, that the hard way, man. Like, uh, Michael, he died like in June or May, who overdosed. Mm-hmm. Dude, I that kid did not get enough credit. Like, I've, I like before he died, I heard people trashing on his name. I didn't, I didn't necessarily ever stand up for him, but I didn't like, like stop it either. You didn't, you didn't feed into the fire. Yeah, but I felt it when he died because he hit me up the day before asking if I wanted to hang out sometime. And I was like, yeah, I told him I was busy. I wasn't. I just wasn't in the mood to hang out with anyone at that point. But I mean, like, the first one of the first people that asked if I was back from the army was Michael. And the moment he found out, he's like, dude, we got to plan a time to hang. Damn. Yeah. So that hit hard for me because I wasn't even like posting about it, but he was like just checking up on me regardless, you know, yeah, trying to real see where I was type at. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Real homie type shit. And this is coming from a dude who was like, I think he was like two or three years younger than us. And yeah. he knew how to keep it more real than like. He was really mature for his age. Yeah. He was nobody really gave him credit for that. Like, I remember at Blackgate, I'd hear people talking shit about him, and I'm like, Every time I've hung out with him, he's the chillest motherfucker. Like, exactly. Y'all shouldn't be talking down on him. Plus, a lot of people didn't know his home life. No. Like, I hung out with him a lot over the years. I, I don't think his mom is there. No, I did meet her, his mom, but mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, she wasn't. She wasn't really there. Uh, his dad was, but also he was working a lot. Um, maybe wasn't the best per se influence on him either. So I mean, he he had a pretty tough home life, you know. And, yeah, and it, it was, didn't help that when yeah, he'd go to school, it. he'd have all these people trashing on him. So then he has a rough home life and a rough school life. Even though he kept it real with everyone, always. Know? And it's funny because pretty much the entire time I knew him, he also had like the same friend group like i'd always see the same people around him which is good small circle yeah small circle exactly it's exactly what it was you know because i mean i know we've had numerous i mean me and you ever since we met each other have you know we've we've met yeah. a lot of people and <laughs> our friend group has switched up a lot you know some people tend to maybe reappear over time you know but like consistently like consistently it's been you and me exactly consistently it's been you and me 
Like even last summer, we were hanging out with a completely different friend group. Yeah, yeah. now we don't talk to any of them. It's, it's because like I over bringing it back to people are fake. We learn so much about other people and ourselves over the years and over time. And so like for me personally, like with I'm not gonna say her name, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. She uh, we stopped being friends, and then she showed her true colors by saying that she blocked me and. And all this whoopty woo bullshit. And I was like, why don't you just be real about what happened? We just stopped talking. There's no need to add extra drama to it. <laughs> For real. And she, yeah, she was fake. She was really fake. Um, I don't really have an issue with any of her, like any of her friends though. Like that's what's weird to me. Like, um, you know who I'm talking about? The mm -hmm. short one. She's chill as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know. And like, I don't have a problem with neither. It's just. I, I knew them through her. So once I stopped hanging out with her, I was like, I don't, I don't have any contact with y'all. But then I'll get contact with them every now and then through you. And I'm like, oh, hey, I remember you. I remember <laughs> you. a couple nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, it's been a real trip since high school. I mean, you moving to Tennessee, me going into the Army. And I mean, like. Oh, yeah, the Army. Those were both. How long were you out there unreal. again? Five, six months? Yeah, five, six months. That was a really long time. What What was the main thing you learned from the army? I think in, the main thing that I learned from the army is, well, partially from Daniel Sloss too. But the army is really what made me realize it, because <laughs> like, he put it in a really good way with his um jigsaw analogy. And like the main point he got at was, like, you. You can't love someone else until you love yourself first. And I know a true. lot of people will disagree with that, but then it's like, here's the thing. Let's say you're with someone, you find them amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Moment you break up with them, you're you're going to go back to being depressed and stuff. And if they did make you feel loved, you wouldn't feel that way. You know, but like like the facts are if you go into a relationship not feeling loved, if that relationship ends you're gonna go back into a depressed state because that was the thing keeping you can't employ someone else to love you when you don't even love yourself is yeah you can't search thing. for happiness outside yourself if you're not happy within yourself mm -hmm. and then army is really what taught me that and it also taught me there's still a lot of real people in the world too yeah because like, like even to this day i still talk to a, nah, i'd still talk to a decent amount you know like evan's I still FaceTime every now and then, and Henderly too. Oh, yeah, I'll see you post on Snapchat for their <laughs> birthdays and shit. I'm like, that's what's up. He found some real motherfuckers over, around the country. It's insane, because I didn't even, I didn't know any of them over half a year. And, oh, my favorite one, Yannish Warren. Dude, <laughs> me and that motherfucker left the Portland airport, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it through basic training together. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that yeah. one, <laughs> So, he... Which is what actually what we all called him was G. It's funny. Because no one could say Nyanish one, dude. They'd be handing out man the drill sergeant would be like, They'd be like, Nyanish one, sir. You know. But I ain't gonna lie, I was gonna ask you to say it again so I could hear it one more time. Nyanish one? Yeah, Nyanish one. Oh, there's an N at the start. Yeah, because it's G N A R E S W A R E N. What place is that from? Uh, I don't know where he's from. He's definitely not white, <laughs> but he's from he's from Washington, and we keep trying to hang out. But with everything, because uh, he's National Guard, I believe. 
and he keeps getting called in to do different things. He was supposed to come here last Friday, actually. And, oh, damn. Yeah, he couldn't because he got called in at 4 in the morning. Yeah, which is funny because the day before, he's like, the only reason I won't be able to come tomorrow is if I get, like, called in, which, you know, that'd be BS. That, that won't happen. And then I wake up in the morning at, bill, like, 9, and he's like, so I got called in at 4 in the morning, which is currently <laughs> why I'm in my car at 4 a.m. driving. I was like, damn, that sucks. But That does suck, but respect to him for doing what he got to do Dude, he sent the most or not sent um i remember when we were in the army and we were uh sitting in i think where this was delta company and everyone was asleep but me and him had fire guard and this is the moment where i realized like he was like the most real person i'd ever met in my life it's because he looked at me and he was like dude i don't know why but you seem like the type of person who like might get a lot of hate but at the same time, it's just because of how real you are. And he looked me right in the eyes, and I'll never forget it. And he was like, don't ever change who you are for anybody else. Amen. I like this dude. I that like struck him. me so hard. You that, know? Was, that was straight truth to be spit, and he spat that shit hard. He was like, even he was like, even the people I hung out every day in high school, before I came here, he's like, we, I, he's like, I didn't even hang out with any of them, you know? Like, they, they were fake, you know? He's like... I feel closer to you already than I feel to the people that I met in um, high school, which is insane. So, I like I guess at the end of the day, I just learned to not, because there's there's been a couple times where I thought about changing my personality for other people, but mm -hmm. ever since that experience, I'm like, nah, I'm a, I'm gonna stay who I am. Stay true to who you are and stay humble. Gotta stay true to my goals. Gotta stay true to the people that are close to me and gotta treat them right when the day comes. Amen to that. Amen. Yes, to that. sir. I think when I was in Tennessee, the thing I learned the most, just like like you with the army, just be original. I, I knew nobody out there, so I was like, I can be whoever I want. I could choose to be a completely different person, or I can be who I am and continue to be who I am. And I chose to be who I am because I, I was like, I already am 2,000 miles away from my people. I'm not going <laughs> to lose myself, too. And when I was at the factory this one time, I was on the smoke pad, and my work mom, Kenya, she came out there, and she uh, she was going on about Dan, who's, who was our supervisor, and she was going on and on about him. As my comes out on the, the smoke pad, Michael was out there hitting his little dad pen, <laughs> and he goes, what's that funny smell? And we all look at Michael, look at him, and we're like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. And I'm just sitting there like, that's how you tr stay true to yourself. You don't give a fuck who's who's there, who's not there. You're going to be you. I respect this dude. Ever since then, I started respecting Michael. Everybody would talk bad about him, say that he's not a hard worker. I was like, whenever he's on my line, he works hard. Yeah. Because I, I treat him with respect. They I feel like that's our main friend group, though, is people who, like, have like a not just a work ethic but like they stay true to themselves oh yeah they stay 100 we 100 percent know that with fisher and we 100 percent know that with jackson on yeah. god they all four of us are the realest motherfuckers i've ever met for real it's an it's honestly insane because uh, a year ago when we met fisher and i would have never expected me to be this close to him as i am now considering how we met him yes yeah considering <laughs> how we met him that night <laughs> Yeah, it was a long night. Dude, I was fucked up that night. I only remember, like, one thing from that night, and I'm not bringing that to the table. 
I don't think either of us are. We're going to leave that <laughs> tucked under the bed, hidden with the jewels. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, Fisher. And he's really serious about his music career, too, which I can really appreciate. His music is so beautiful. His voice is, like, angelic. I love his voice so much. I can't wait to hear him, like, pop up on the radio one day while I'm cruising down the street and just hear his <laughs> song. And I'll be like, that's what's up, buddy. That's my boy, Fishy Nuggies. They did so funny. We were, um, me and Fisher... And Shane and Bernie, we were like, you know, we should, like, make a music video for his uh, summer song. And this is back in, I think, July. And we're up at... (laughs) (laughs) We're up at Skinner's Butte. And when we were up at Skinner's Butte, there's these two girls in their trucks. And they're all, like, looking at us weirdly at first. And at first, we didn't really care. We kept, like, making the music video. And then as we're walking by, I go, wait, is that your song? I swear I've heard it before. And I, like... Like, yeah, and, like, we didn't just start talking with these two girls who apparently just knew him through his music already, that's which is really cool. That's sick as fuck. <laughs> See, that's the dream, to just hear, hear some baddies playing your song, and you're like, okay, okay, so they like it. They fuck with it. Or hearing anybody, if I ever hear anybody listen to my music, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to ask for their autograph. <laughs> and it's funny, because... Fisher's only just gotten out of high school last year. So, yeah, he's yeah. so young, but he's so, like, ahead of his own age. But since I've, like, been with him since he gra- since graduation night, like, I can already tell he's starting to see, like, who was real with you in high school and who wasn't. Because the minute high school ends, holy crap, you know how many people think, oh, I'm going to be friends with this person for, like, the rest of my life. Nah, 90% nope. of, no, not even 90, like, like 98, 99% of the people you thought you were going to talk with outside of high gone. school, gone, completely gone, you know, and it's like, you don't really think about it, it's just over time, one of you stops communicating with the other, so then both of you stop communicating with the mm-hmm. other, you know, and it's like, you don't see them at school anymore, so it's not no. like, you know, you're going to run you're into them and be like, doing your own mm-hmm. things, living life, life different is states, living you, different colleges, mm-hmm. my uh, sister, brought it to my attention she's like you know you were a popular kid in high school right and i was like no and she goes yeah you were i was like look at it this way everybody knew me everybody said they're friends with me but i was only friends with a few people and i met people through my friends and then after high school you know what happened they all stopped talking to me they all started talking shit about me they weren't friends they were just fans so many people are like that too. It's like it's really insane when I think about it. Like how many people, um, like I was actually friends with in high school because I was definitely that type of kid that would walk around Sheldon and like pretty much everyone would know me or know of yeah, me. Yeah, it's because of our personality. We yeah, have upbeat personalities. We we can make friends easily anywhere we go. We can find someone and be like, "Hey, how you doing? You want you want to chill for a little bit? You want to talk? Like get some lunch." That's just who we are. It's insane how often, too, both of us would hear, like, oh, you know, I like want to stay friends with you and and stuff. And it's like, the reason it's really annoying, and I think this is the main reason, is so many people know of us. And it comes to the point that they kind of know a lot of people know us, which I feel like is why, like, we don't get hit up a lot, is because people think we are those people that always have something mm-hmm. to do because we're pretty much always posting on our stories, like, what we're doing every day. You yeah. know, but it's like I don't think anyone realizes there's a reason it's with the same people. Yeah, because every once in a while, rarely, I will like once in a blue moon, I'll hit someone up, you know, randomly. Like, you know, it's been a while. I'm just kind of curious what you're up to. You know, like you, you want to hang out or something? 
every once in a while that will turn out to be someone who ends up becoming close to me. Jackson's a great example of that. Mm -hmm. I randomly hit him up and we equally started giving each other the same energy and now we're back to being, you know, really good friends. You that's know? what it's about when we, the energy. If you give someone your energy, they got to give the same amount of energy back so that way you're both not losing anything. You're both still whole but whole together. But it's so rare to actually find someone that gives you the same energy. You know how often Very I've rare. dealt with in this, like, um, generation of people that are like, yeah, you know, I want to I want to hang out with you. And I never actually, like, see them make the effort. But then it's like, this, this is a sad thing, is I know if one day I die, like, with, like let's say within the next year, I want to be all over so the place. So many people are going to be like, oh, my God, I miss Ashton. When's his funeral? Can person. I come to his funeral? Oh, I wish heaven had a phone. Exactly. And it's like, bruh, none of y'all hit me up when I was here, you know? It's like, like you want, you want me to be dead ass right now. If I look at my Snapchat right now, I got nine notifications. I got nine. Oh, wait, I was wrong. I got 19. <laughs> I got, got 19, 19 notifications. You got 19? Yeah. I have two. You have two? I have two. Exactly. And of those 19 people, some I'll, I'll guarantee there's a couple of them I'm definitely trying to hang out with. And, like, I feel they never actually give me a time or you know like I actually make that, that effort you know and it's like and it's a shame Especially, i specifically made this new snapchat you know to have less people with people that i actually fuck with and want to hang out with but like I, I i keep removing people off of it because it's like if i don't actually see you making any effort i don't want you on snapchat there's a reason i made a new snapchat and so i can actually have people that want to hang out with me you know yeah and like since I've been back, I've added a few people and whatnot, and I'll talk to them and, like, see if they want to hang out or catch up. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I try and make plans with them, and they don't. So I just unadd them. I'm like, I don't got time for that. I don't exactly. Got, I don't got the energy to waste on you. I don't got time to deal with that horse crap of you saying, like, oh, we can hang out this day. Especially, I, I literally just had this happen, like, not, like, literally, what's today, Friday? So five days ago, someone was like yo, um, I'm able to, like, come and hang out with you at uh, Sunday. And I was like, oh, okay, bet. Sunday came. And since they were the ones that were saying they were going to come by, I obviously wasn't going yeah, to text them. Yeah, you're not going to text them and be like, hey, you still coming through? Exactly. And you know what happened is they didn't even answer me throughout, like, half the day. They answered me throughout, like, half the day. And then finally they Snapchatted me. And it was like, we had made no plans at all. You know, like, they just didn't blink snap. And I was like, really? No explanation as no to why they weren't there. Exactly. Not like, oh, hey, I'm sorry. I haven't talked to you. I'll be there in like an hour. It's something what like that. Fuck? And that, to me, is just, it's so fake. It's so it fake. Is. Don't hit me up saying that you want to make plans because, for one, you know me. I don't make plans. I'm very impulsive. I really feel like if someone wants to hang out with you, if they can't hang out that day, they'll, they'll, they will make time is my personal belief. Yeah, when people say they don't have time for something, you can make time. You have 24 hours in a the day. There's no there's no way you're you're busy 24 hours a day and you're not looking at your phone at all in those 24 hours. I have a, I have a two-week rule. And here here's how my two-week rule works. It's the first week you ask someone and they say, "No, I'm busy throughout this whole week." Honestly, that happens sometimes maybe. Oh yeah. You're Especially on vacation, if you're, working. you're working, you know, and you can't, you know, but I here's the reason I have a two-week rule is because if if you're trying to plan something later than two weeks and you're not on like an extended vacation two weeks is enough time for you to at least give me an hour of your time 
Facts. Know, to at least give me an hour of your time. You, it's like, you really mean to tell me that like you're consistently working and having school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two weeks in a row, you know? And if it's honestly like that, cool. I don't want to be friends with someone who can never make time at all. Yeah. Especially if you're just going to send me blank pictures of your face, you know? Yeah, and that the time it takes to take that picture and send it, you could have typed something. You could have yeah. put anything on there instead of just clicking, oh, pick, send, bet. Back to ignoring this nigga. Like, or the point where people are like, yeah, you know, I'm busy, you know, throughout the next couple of weeks. And this is what really bothers me because a lot of people do this. And don't get me wrong, I've definitely been that type of person before. <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> Uh, where they're like, yeah, um, I'm busy. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, yeah, I'm doing something later on. And they continually Snapchat you throughout the rest of the day. And they're doing jack squat. Yeah. Like you see them sitting in your, like sitting oh, in I their bed. Go, you know? I, I got plans with so-and-so to go to the mall later. I also have to clean up the house, uh, before I do that. So I'm sorry, but we can't hang. I ain't see you clean house. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't left the crib all day. It's it's 10 at night now, and you're still laying in bed. You haven't moved. At least don't answer me for like an hour. At least make it seem believable. It's the people that I Snapchat. And they snap right back. And they snap right back, even though they just told me they were busy, and they're still sitting in their bed doing nothing. And it's like, bro, you you ain't even, like, trying. No. You know? But in, And that's what makes me question, like, why do you have me on social media if, if you don't want anything to do contact. with me? Like, do you think I'm a fan of yours? Because I will remove your ass so fast, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. We don't play around here. We don't play. Play me in my a game, I'll leave you like it's funny. Oh, no, no. It's treat me like a joke, I'll leave you like it's funny. That's what there it was. It is. Yeah, that's facts. I don't know who said that, but that's big facts right there. Shit. We can go off what you just, the first thing you said, play me like a game and I'll teach you how to lose. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And it's funny because, you know, like, um, Especially since, like, I'm in college to, like, become a pilot and stuff. Dude, <laughs> you know how often I just think of randomly going on my other Snapchat and posting that on my story, me like, me flying airplanes. You know how many people hit me up when I post so I'm at the hangar or something? people. They're oh, like, can you oh get my me gosh. a flight? Can I fly yeah. on your plane? Oh, my God, you fly? How much money do you make? Why does it matter? Yeah, why does it matter? It didn't matter when I wasn't doing anything. See, the thing I hate <laughs> the most is when, when people meet other people. One of the first questions they ask is, "How much money do you make?" They don't ask. They don't ask, "How happy are you right now? Are you living okay?" They don't ask the questions that really matter. All they care about finances. They 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 want to know what you can do for them. Yep, that not is what the they biggest thing of you. our generation. And no offense, it's mainly women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, nah, like, Man. not to attack women there, but I mean, like, who, who with our generation, yeah, it's hard to be a man in our generation. It really is. It really is. If you're a man and you're broke, you offer value to no one. If you're a woman and you're broke, there's a man out there that still values you. That's why I love love the thing where it says, only women, dogs, and children are loved unconditionally. Men are loved under the condition that they provide something. Yep. And that, that's a, that is 100% another thing that I've learned since high school. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Right. 
It's the hard life lessons, honestly. While I was out there, I started talking to this girl because I thought it was gonna be different. I'm like, I'm in the south. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just like the, where I was. The women are like that. I go down there, talking to this girl. Everything seems fine. We're chilling, going on dates, perfect. And then she uh, breaks up with me and says that it's weird dating me because I'm a good guy. And I was like, so you'd rather go date a guy that's going to treat you like shit and not care about you and only use you for your body. And yet you'll turn around and say, oh, men are so disgusting. They only they're all pigs. But then but turn turn down the guy that actually treats you right. Yeah, okay, I'm going I'm to play devil's advocate here. The only reason <laughs> is because I don't want to get too much smoke. Facts. You know, but I will say, um, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a circle. Guys meet a girl that you know uh, that treats them nice, and then they leave. They break their heart. They break their heart, and then the guy starts to hoe around. In which case, he plays a girl. Now, I don't, I don't want to make one sound worse than the other, but I mean, I feel like it's all the, fucked up. It's all yeah, fucked I feel up. like both sides are fucked up. You know, and like. At the end of the day, either way, it's it's still a, a shitty thing to do. That's that's what it comes down to. Is either either way, it's shitty. You know, right. me being a guy, I want to be like, well, I think leaving someone because they're too nice of a person is pretty shitty. But at the same time, I do think playing someone is also shitty because I've also been played. You've also been played, yes. and we also know that feels shitty. Uh, Fucking hurts mentally, <laughs> physically, and emotionally. But that's when it also comes down to what we were talking about at the start of you can't employ someone else to love you if you don't love yourself. Right. You're going to feel so much better if you get played and you already love yourself. It's, it's, it's going to suck no matter who you are, but I guarantee you. As long as you love yourself and you see what they do, you'll, be like, you'll know it wasn't your fault. You won't blame yourself. You won't take that energy away from your positivity and your growth to be like, damn, what did I do wrong when it was really all them? And I'm totally name calling right here. Why? Oh, dude, I know he's gonna listen to this podcast. Why? You are a prime example of someone who did not love yourself, being with Tori. And I remember having that talk with why I was like, dude, if you and Tori ever break up, and in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like you're you you're wrong. not gonna be okay, you know. And he's like, no, uh, me and Tori have talked about it. You know, it's like we're. We've decided if something like that ever happens and we decide to break up, you know, it's like, he's like, I'll be fine. They break up. He has a traumatic breakdown. You know, I'm not going to describe the breakdown because that's too much digging into his business. Yeah. But um, it, was, it was traumatic, though. It's 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 just an example of you're you, you didn't love yourself. And that's that's the main issue, you know. Yeah. And bring it back to playing. Even though she's my cousin. What she did was fucked up. Yeah. Man, we got we got like two more minutes left of this. We got you, two more minutes. You wanna close it out now or you got you got anything else to add? I guess at the end of the day, to close this up, is a relationship in our generation, people like the idea of a relationship more than an actual relationship. We see things on TikTok that we want that I want. You're not going to hear me cop about that. You I know? won't cop either. I want it. And 
the thing is is even though they like those people probably do love each other those are just the clips of their best moments those are videos that they took the time to say we are having a good time right now let's turn this into a video and on top of that it's only the viral ones you're seeing it's only you the, don't see like, the behind the scenes yeah you don't see the hide in the scenes you don't know what's happening in that relationship i can think of somebody who i like that just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and i shocked shocked the utter crap out of me because they look like such a they look so happy they so, look like a, so in mm-hmm. love and then you find out it hasn't been all dandelions yeah out there no sunshine is there's some rainy days there's always going to be rainy days and she ain't told me anything about why they broke up or anything you know but she no i think she said part of it was because they worked the same job together and that's understandable <laughs> yeah i was like yeah. when i was in tennessee that girl i was talking about we worked at the same job i was happy when she left it doesn't work like that sadly it doesn't yeah just like in school at least at least when you're working together there's a possibility of getting away from each other when you're in school together and that shit happens you gotta see him in the hallways if y'all in class i had this one ex i i don't remember her name it was way back and we were uh we had the same class sat at the same table and she had broken up with me every time i came into class i'd ignore the shit out of her <laughs> ignore the absolute shit out of her i was like look i know what happened it happened i'm just here to learn not really learn i just i sat in that class on my phone but don't tell any teachers that so i guess what it comes down to is we've learned a lot from high school and I think to sum it up is you learn who's really going to be there for you and who's really not. Mm-hmm. And when we get to the points that we're going to be at, we know we're going to be at. We're going to know who's going to get rewarded and who's not. We're going to know yeah. who's going to try and be a fan and try to sneak on board. We know who's not going to get it. That's kn- basically what it comes to. We know down. who the realest of the real are in our lives. And we know that because they stay true to themselves and we stay true to ourselves. Facts. Well... Well, with that, thanks was, for listening to our podcast. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty fun. I hope y'all have a good day. See you next time. Later. Peace.